Alright, welcome back. I didn't do last week's, was away on holiday, but uh, I'm glad to be back with my 10-odd listeners. But uh, let's get into it with the armchair critic, okay? Uh, let's talk about the Sharks and Knights game, of course. We're talking about the new wrestler called the Flying Chad. That's right. Chad Townsend. The flying up and uh, leading with the shoulder. Some seem to not agree with the call to send him off, but was it right call? The answer is yes. And the reason is, play had stopped and Townsend had jumped up and led with the shoulder. Now, it doesn't seem, you know, that bad, but at the end of the day, there is a lot of people that are pulling their kids out of the sport because of this reason, and the head has to be protected. Now, it's different to the other parts of the body. You get a bruise and then you can come back again. But the head is a different story. There has been a lot of players, former players, have come out and talked about the struggles with loss of memory, headaches and other issues associated with concussion. Even Ian Roberts came out with it on Channel 7, I believe. And then we've had other former players that who have retired early and then come out and said that they've had early signs of either dementia or Alzheimer's and they're only in their early late 30s, early 40s. Okay, it's very dangerous. The brain is a different story, and when it comes to the brain, you can't afford to have too many concussions because it will come back to hurt you. The complications are later on. Right, coaches complaining about legal roughness and treatment on certain uh, star players. Well, that's been going on for years, and if you can't help it and you don't like it, and you don't like it happening, well, pull out can't handle it get out go and play volleyball where there's no contact but it's just been part of the game for years if it's legal i've got no problems with it but as i said if it's not there's an issue but legal roughness all good it's part of the game let's get on to the eels what have happened to the eels start of year they're all firing on all cylinders scoring at will now struggling now it's quite weird because it seems that since they've stopped Sivo and his form slump, the Eels have stopped scoring. Have teams worked it out? Stop him. And then you'll stop the stop the Eels. I mean, Clint Gutherson looks like he's just getting angry all the time, which doesn't help. He's meant to be the captain. At the end of the day, it's time for Mitchell Moses to step up or his origin dream is over, along with possibly getting Bundley out in the finals in straight sets. Possibly even not even get into the top four if they lose this week. All right. There's been discussions about certain players who have said that they want to be on the table during the coaches' interviews and also with the selection process of the uh, coaching. Now, come on. Okay, that just, uh, at the end of the day, you're in a professional team and you are an employee of the club. And I've never seen anywhere else where there have been players involved in the coaching or involved in who they pick and everything else. It's not up to you. And if you allow that or a player to continue... Ah, sorry guys, just got to hold on. You allow players to get involved in this sort of thing, it spells a lot of trouble. 
spells a lot of trouble if you allow players. Let's talk about the Titans' improvement. A gutsy win on Saturday night. Probably not their best performance, but it's not too bad if you don't play your best and win. Something that years ago they probably would have gotten uh, smashed with. Now, they've got a few players coming next year. Fafita wasn't that good, but I reckon he's just waiting to freshen up until we come into the Titans' side. You've got also Tino Fimunasua, I think his name is. And then also they've got Herman S.A.S.A. On top of that, Fogarty and Tay look like they're getting a lot better and they're looking like they're starting to gel and they're a lot more consistent. Probably the only thing they need is probably a bit more of a dangerous uh, backline player, a fullback or a strike centre, something like that. Okay, let's get on to the soap opera that is called the Broncos. Continue now with the coaching role, apparently between Green and Walters. Should they try maybe the Walker brothers? They have lost their attack this year. It seems to be throw it to Stags or throw it to Fafita and see what happens. I mean, you'd rather watch Bachelor episodes than watching the Brisbane try and attack. It's a lot more exciting. See what happens with that one. The Raiders. They're starting to hit high gear now. With their attack now... uh, now starting to score tries at will. Could they be the Smokies for the finals? Even top four if the Eels don't pick up their act. Real possibility, and I think they are the possibility. They are the Smokies. Eels, I think they will uh, either go out in straight sets or go out the first week if they don't make the eight. Okay, finally, Jack DeBellin. Two years. And finally, he's going he's to have his case heard. Doesn't look good for him considering the police have been waiting for two years to get him. They must have the evidence. So I don't like it. And finally, I think it's going to be great for the game and great for the Dragons that they can finally get this sorted out. And if he's guilty, obviously he's gone. If he's not guilty, I don't know if he'll be able to come back. It's going to be a hard road back for him. We'll see what happens. Right. Now we see us. Go far in the finals? Answer is no. The faders. They'll fade out by week two if they make it. The finals at best. They won't make it past that. I think just not good enough. Now, the West Tigers have signed James Tamia. We'll hopefully harden up the soft belly forward pack. But I don't understand. They've told Benji Marshall he is not, uh, he is not needed and won't be offered a contract. Yes, he's about 50 years old and he's... He's... Uh, you know, twice the age of Brooks, just about, it seems like. But, hey, he's playing ten times better than Brooks. Brooks is just not consistent enough, and I don't think he's really played, he's had a great game all year. But apparently he's a part of Maguire's plans, what, as a bench warmer? Hey, if Brisbane, if I was Brisbane Broncos, I would be, uh, I'd be signing him up straight away. I mean, you just got to look at, uh, you just got to look at what happened with Maloney at Penrith. Cleary's now his uh, own team and he knows how to own it. You get more games than the 10 that you'll get out of Kieran Foran. Alright, talking about the Brisbane Broncos again. What will happen? What will happen with Milford and that surfer named Dude Brady Croft? Will one of them go? I believe one of them will go. Or maybe even both. They both failed. 
Milford has been at the club long enough now and he just hasn't hit the right form. As for Croft, well, he just hasn't. Fair enough, he's had his fair chance of injuries, but unfortunately, just doesn't fit in. I think it'd be better. Dearden's obviously the future. Put him with someone like Benji Marshall. You can't go wrong. All right, let's get out. Uh, let's go to the AFL and crack out the champagne. The Adelaide Crows have won a couple of games. Woohoo! At least, at least Adelaide will have something to cheer about because Port Adelaide might be in the grand final. North Melbourne just continue on getting belted. Where they're going from here, I've got no idea. It's going to be interesting to see what happens. Looks like uh, at the end of the day, the grand final will be a three-horse race with Port Adelaide, Brisbane Lions and Richmond. My opinion is Port Adelaide and Brisbane Lions. And won't it be a big crowd being up here? Australian cricket team finally got revenge for what happened in the World Cup. That's why they beat England. A great innings. They were at 5 for 73, Glenn Maxwell and Alice Carey. Oh, mind you, the English missed out on an opportunity. That's right, they had a chance to get him out and then came back to buy him. They ended up with a 212 stance. Not too bad. Not too bad at all. Well, I can't wait for the summer cricket when they sit, when they play Afghanistan. Now, there's been nothing said about what's happening with the summer of cricket, but hopefully it will come out shortly. All right, let's get on to tennis. Dokovic in the throat ball. I tell you what, the way he acted, Kyrgios could learn a lot from him. And Kyrgios has come out. Fair enough, he shouldn't have. Uh, Dokovic couldn't shouldn't have done that uh, tournament that he had in Serbia. But his behaviour is ten times better than Kyrgios, and Kyrgios could learn. He accepted the decision, walked off, and did not have a, did not chuck a big tantrum or go to social media or anything else. He apologised, and he left it at that. Good to see him. And on the US Open, it seems weird with playing with no crowds. You don't really hear too much. But team won the game, won the, uh, won the tennis open, they won the US Open. And it's going to be interesting to see what happens from there now with Federer, Dokovic, and also Nadal, or nearing the end of career time for the young ones to come up. Could this be the time for Kyrgios to finally, hopefully, if he improve his act to get up there? We'll see. Well, that's enough from the uh, armchair critic. And I'll continue on next week. Give me a radio job. Want radio. All right. Speak to you later. See you later.